Welcome to It Sounded Like a Good Idea at the Time, the podcast that doesn't go on quarantine, even when you do. <laughs> My name is Caroline. And I'm Hannah. We're and so I'm glad- Chris. Yes. The Crasher. <laughs> Wait, am I not supposed to say anything? No, that's great. Perfect. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to silence now. No, we are all so glad that you joined <laughs> us today. Did I always? Did I already use the quarantine one? Yeah. I mean, like Did I? Dang. It's fine. Have I always it's, used it's, it? It's a hit. It's a hit. Is it? So. I hope. I like it. Okay, yeah. good. The podcast reaching pandemic proportions. I probably already used that one too. <laughs> I haven't I don't remember hit. that one. Okay. Well, Chris, we're so glad that you joined us. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really? Yes, very. We okay. That answer sounded sarcastic, but it is not accurate. I mean, we are. It is accurate. It's we are because very we can't excited. see my face. <laughs> I know. Um, we thought we would do a little experiment and um, try and see how many people we could get on this on this episode. And starting with our friend Chris. So you're welcome, Chris, for throwing you in. <laughs> throwing you in. Exactly. <laughs> we just made her stop all of her plans for the evening. That's right. Don't, I, I sounded so desperate. You were like, I need help. Yep, I'm there. I'm there. What do you need? What do I do? I respect that level of friendship. So, Well, I was also like, I didn't ask anyone until right this moment. I was like, "Did had we already talked to Chris about this? <laughs> Did we literally just throw her on? <laughs> I'm like, was there a conversation outside of our group text? Because I'm highly offended if so. No, no, no. no. I, uh, I just, it just occurred to me. I'm like, we're all, we're all just sitting here trying to uh, make sense of our lives at this point in time. So let's just at least do it together. That's a great point. Well, how's everybody? Pretty good on my end. (laughs) Surviving, Chris. (laughs) I'm good on my end to just trying to stay busy, keeping the kids alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, Same. If, that's a that's a job. If you're listening and you're like, wow, Chris's voice sounds familiar, it's because you may have caught her in an earlier episode. She is the legend behind our best friend. Yes, that definitely our mutual best friend. Um <laughs> and the legend behind the batch house here in Charlotte. She's the batchmaker. Um Batchmaker herself, the one and only. The only. Oh uh, we basically bow down to everything that she does. Literally every yes. time that you text me, I'm like, oh my gosh, she knows me. I know. I'm like, Chris texted. Gosh, you guys, I love you. And I'm the fangirl here. Seriously. Seriously, well, seriously, though. <laughs> well, Chris, I wanted, not having known that you were joining us today, I have a lot of questions for you. Yes. Um, okay. yeah. What are women doing, Chris? <laughs> <Shit>. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Caroline. <laughs> uh, oh, for real? Okay. Yes. Um, yes. So, We've kind of stayed away from or tried to talking about coronavirus and quarantine the last couple of episodes, but you know, it's just kind of inevitable. We're all just living it. We're on week three or four or more. Um, Mm -hmm. But Chris, I think you have such an interesting perspective and what we all bring to the table is different. So Hannah, you have a husband working full-time from home. I'm working Mm -hmm. full-time from home without a husband here. Chris, you're a small business owner in the food industry, which is like highly vulnerable right now. But I feel like you are really making waves in our community for taking care of your staff and your employees. So I'd love to hear from you like what this time has been like. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So honestly, it's just been, I don't know, it feels like the ground has not stopped moving for me for about five or six months. Just with opening the shop, getting everything set in place, just it's just been 
a whirlwind. And when all of this happened, I was like, well, I'm still in that like phase of not knowing what's going to happen next or when it's going to happen, or it's just kind of like the room is like moving still. But the one thing that like really was making me so anxious, not necessarily like materials lost or, or like closing the doors or anything, it was more the girls. Like this is how they live. This is how they pay their rents. This is how they do groceries. This is how And because I've become so close to them, I personally know, you know, like their rent and, you know, like this, this person is helping this person or, you know, just like Mm -hmm. behind everything that they do. So for me, it was more like, gosh, these girls. And so the second day I was like, hey, you know, I think I'm going to auction off a recipe and the highest bidder, you know, and then just kind of divide that. And then just kind of like mulling through the idea, my husband and I came, you know, to agreement like, hey, why don't you do this? And I opened up a Venmo and like I, well, I basically just switched my Venmo to, to be like the batchmaker team or the batch house team Mm -hmm. and just started telling people, you know, like, cause people were asking to like, how can we help? How can we help? So Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, just. If you want to like send a tip, like a like it, it could be like a two dollar tip. Honestly, that's what I was thinking, like a two or three dollar tip, like whatever you would tip if you were at the store right now, or you know, um, and it started to grow, and I was like, I have to make this like sweet or so. I gave them all <laughs> of my well, my banana bread recipe, which was kind of like a control thing for me. I was like hyperventilating when I was doing it, but. Yeah, you're you were the first guest post on our site as well. Um yeah. with your video of your banana bread which was incredible. My <laughs> entire family sat down and watched it oh. and my son is ready for another episode. <laughs> of Chris. Well, he's going to have to pay. She doesn't come for free. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Artists don't create work for free, Milan. <laughs> I've already I've already made the banana bread recipe twice. I've had Nutella neither time, but it is excellent both with chocolate chips and without. And yeah. it has dethroned my previous favorite banana bread, which was Paula Deen's sour cream banana bread. Still very Ooh, good. But yours with that crumble on top, man. That's yeah. it's unbeatable. Your banana bread is the best thing I've ever had. Um I got a loaf from you a couple weeks ago and my family and I devoured it. It was so good. Not my immediate family. I took it for my sibling weekend. (laughs) So we all, we all loved it. Well, if you want to try your hand at Chris's banana bread, she generously um, allowed us to post it on goodideagirls.com. If you haven't been there, Mm -hmm. hop over. Um, It's a 15 minute video. If you don't want to watch the video every time, which I don't know why you wouldn't, Chris's precious um (laughs) you can also just write down the recipe it's shared on the screen and then you can write down the steps if you need to right but again just keep giving us Um, clicks and watching the video there's no reason why you wouldn't yes (laughs) yes exactly exactly um well i think you're so um selfless chris that it just makes everyone want to reach out and help so can people still um like get on your venmo and send money or Yes. So people have been still sending money. And um, so the thing is, in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm just going to send the recipe to everybody that gives a donation. But then I was like, I don't know. It's some people have been messaging me how they lost their job. And it's about like community. So I was just like, you know, here it is, everybody. Right, right. 
and people are still sending me money, even if the recipe's out there. So it's very okay, sweet. So, yeah. So we can link that in the show. We can link your Venmo then Absolutely. in the show notes. Yeah. Perfect. And um, so, yeah, if you're interested in helping out, um, we'll go check out our show notes. Yeah. And, sure. you know, as someone who's married to someone in the restaurant indus- industry, I appreciate your heart for your staff so much. Um, we've talked about previously, and David and I have lived it, the restaurant industry is so cutthroat. And I know it's not the only one, right. but it's sometimes hard to believe that people would look out for other people in the industry because it's competitive. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know, it can be kind of backstabbing. It's just it's just a divisive industry. And really to see mm-hmm. you lead the way, and David's Restaurant has in another initiative really led the way in our community. And it just kind of to me, if that industry can restore faith in humanity, we're all doing okay, I think. Um, but thank you for being a light, one, in our mm. community and in that industry far and beyond that. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, on to, on to imp- important content. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Enough Exactly. Vis-a-vis what women are doing. Here's what I want to talk about tonight. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. If Carol killed Don, uh, yes. how did she do it? Oh, sardine oil. S- sardine oil, obviously. Sardine oil? What do you mean sardine wait, oil? Wait, have you not finished? No, I haven't finished it completely. How many? I'm, how? I'm like in. Well, then how are you asking I'm like these questions? Four or five. Because I thought we were going to move on. Is this just a new... <laughs> I've, I'm trying to finish Tiger King as fast as I can, but I'm so wrapped up in this story. I just cannot stop okay. thinking about. Well, spoiler alert for you. It's not really a spoiler okay. alert. Oh, I did actually just see before I um, hopped on this call. I think it was um, a news alert that I got that um, the the investigation into his death is being reopened. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, um, Netflix does good again. <laughs> yeah, as we're always saying, speaking of beacons of light, Netflix. Exactly. Um, <laughs> there's a scene probably near where you are in the series where um, Joe Exotic believes that his staff is turning on him and put cologne on his shoes that made it the tigers want to eat him. Um, oh, my god! Like gosh. He kind of gets dragged away by a tiger during a video shoot who won't leave his shoes alone. And they cut to Carol, who goes, no, please, if you really wanted to get a tiger to eat somebody, you would cover them in sardine oil. Oh. <laughs> okay. So she is basically OJ being like, if I did it, <laughs> right? this is what I would have done. Or like Robert Durst, you know, in the jinx where his mic is still right. on at the end. And he's like, I killed yes. them all. Oh, my goodness. These people, but then everyone was saying if a tiger ate someone, there would be like, but bo- like excrement, like like bones or something, no, right? They or no, they said that their stomach acid is so acidic that it liquefies bones. Well, that's what Joe said. I believe, but Joe. then someone else I believe said everything Joe says. I don't care. <laughs> True, <laughs> I'm swayed, but no someone at all. <laughs> Who was it who was saying, like, no, if a tiger ate him, there would be I didn't listen like, to evidence. that part. I only listened to truth, which is everything Joe's <laughs> I just, if I ever go, if I ever disappear, I want anyone except that one detective to try and solve the case. That guy is maybe, like, <laughs> the like I'll have Carol. Like, get Carol before him, please. Yeah, hire, put Carol and Howard on retainer. Um, right. Okay, I will Howard. say... I wonder, yeah, really, I wonder how closely Netflix was sitting on this to watching the coronavirus cases spike up because it is really like 
the the entire world is watching Tiger King. And if they aren't, like, totally. there needs to be a really good reason. Because I don't care what your values are. I don't care anything about you. You must watch it. It's just Right. Important. Like, Pasman refuses. And I'm like, I don't understand, like, why you think you're better than me. Because, like, it's not like I'm, like, yeah. trying to make a life change. Like, it's not like I'm like, look at these idols of mine. Oh, I am. Because I... I'll tell you what I need a spinoff show immediately of is Doc okay. Antle's Reserve um, in Myrtle Beach. <laughs> I just Reserve. really need to know more about his um, life choices. And I mean, this sounds like, <laughs> you know how right now or a few weeks ago, everyone was like, a friend of a friend who's really high up in the government just texted me, we're about to go on lockdown. Like, do you remember when yeah. everyone had yes, a friend? Yes. Okay. So yeah. this sounds like that, but it's not. <laughs> okay. So okay. one of my good friends, friend's dad. So, okay. Track with me. Okay. Is a documentary filmmaker and spent time with Doc Antle for a project and said okay. that he is like, a horrible human being and the women that work for him well, it's not that much of a stretch <laughs> oh, i was shocked <laughs> just anyway the women who have chosen to be his employees or partners or whatever they are like are refused like contact to the outside world they're essentially like held prisoner there um and so the fact that this woman spoke on camera one like right. escaped and spoke um was a shock to everybody because that's just not how he leads his it harem. did seem like from what she was saying it seemed very abusive mm -hmm. like yeah yeah and the way that she like she was like oh so and so used to be moksha used to be meredith and oh yeah whatever i can't remember what her name is now but it used to be bala or what it actually is yeah she yeah, changed yeah, yeah. It to bala right and just how, like, everyone starts working for him really young, and it's, like, quite sad from that angle. Well, like, do you believe that his parents gave him the name Bhagavan? No, he <laughs> took that name in, I thought. I know, but I just, like, if you look at him, you're like, <laughs> is that, like, you, we know that you cannot believe that we believe that. Like I believe that he fully <laughs> believes all of the hype well, about himself. All I could like picture from that moment on was um oh now I won't remember the name of the show. Oh, Wild Wild Country with Bhagavan Rajneeshi. Yes, Caroline has watched all of it. I haven't watched all of you it. You still haven't watched all of it? What are you waiting for? I can't I can't get past the font choice. It drives me mm, crazy. Okay, well get over your judgy self Passan <laughs> and watch the entire show. It is well worth it. Because I will tell you, if Sheila were in charge of this country right now, we would not be having this coronavirus outbreak. Oh, I watched 100% of it to know. I, I watch enough of it to know that 100%. <laughs> if, sure. like, if Doc <laughs> and Sheila came together, we would have no problems in this country. And that's what I know for sure. Yes. Agreed. Um, can you think of any pop culture moment that has spawned more conversation and more memes than Tiger King is currently? I don't I don't know I think the Kardashians as a full catalog probably have, but not something that's like a sta almost a standalone. Right. And like not something that like took everyone by storm because it's not even like the same way as like the Kardashians are so mixed in the way that people look at them. Like, you know, like, oh, uh, well, I don't really like love them, but whatever. I'm curious or like, oh, whatever. I can't like I can't stand them, but you know about them. Everyone is into the show because you can't not look at it. Like, it's you, so wild. Do you think that that is because we're sheltered in place that people are looking for something to watch? Like, do you think if it were a typical 
cycle of Netflix coming out with things, it would have had the lightning rod effect that it's had. Probably not. No, maybe I think it would have been like, I think there would have been a a large number of people like talking about it still, but not the same amount. Well, I died and I sent it to you, Hannah, yesterday um, on Instagram. The Panthers, um, our local football team, their social media team is really phenomenal anyway. They're very great. But they posted a picture of Sir Purr, our mascot, and the caption was just, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. And it was (laughs) – and that's all the caption was. And it was just so good. I was like so jealous that that took my moment, really. Yes. Have you started to think about what life will return to when we aren't quarantined? It's crazy how quickly – normal changes like how quickly our individual normals change into like a new normal um and i worry a little bit about like a shock of like everything going back to normal and like almost like doing even more damage to like the environment on a grander scale because it kind of feels like like even um there's been like a lot more sightings of like coyotes and stuff because like they they have like less to fear so they're out more and i just imagine like wild animals kind of like spreading out more and then if quarantine is like lifted all of a sudden just like a bunch of sad roadkill or something like that like i feel like they should lift stuff with um like uh like levels maybe oh yeah 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 well i'll tell you that you know i think <laughs> it, there's almost a way for us to overcorrect in that same way negatively with mental health that i've been thinking about a lot that we okay. have at least like 4 weeks ahead of us here a month of you know statewide lockdown but um, right. or not lockdown i know that's not technically the term that we're under but stay home orders but um so we let's see hannah when did we as like a group kind of start doing this 3 weeks ago mm, 3 weeks ago two Three Two weeks and a half Thursday. Weeks ago. Okay. Okay. Yes. This coming um, Thursday. Yes, yes. Yes. So I felt like I went through a process of getting adjusted to it, obviously, and feeling like I couldn't like reach into my back pocket to go wherever. Obviously, everyone yes. felt that way. But now I've really settled in and I've talked about it on the podcast before about just the the things that I wrestle with from a guilt standpoint of leaving for work and every all the places we I go with the girls and I feel like I'm always kind of shuttling them other places and I've really embraced like this is the time that under any other circumstance I could not possibly get without then feeling bad that I was ignoring work you know totally like, yeah this is this is a dream scenario minus some of the stress <laughs> that it brings I'm getting to do the thing that I have said that I've wanted to do So I'm settling into that and feeling good about that. And then I was thinking today, how will I feel normal going places again without then feeling like a rush of, if I'm believing right now this is the right thing to do, how will I not Mm. overcorrect to then feeling like going back to the why or whatever is now the wrong thing to do Um, because we've gotten so used to this or that my kids won't feel like that's abnormal now when that is the way like oh wait where's mommy yeah like oh no yeah I know I've been working from home with just you but now I need these childcare arrangements um right I'm like okay that's something that I'm not now I have four weeks to think through it at least or more but I'm like okay let's make sure we're checking in about that too right because there's so like the again I'm in a privileged position in that like I we we live in a good like our city has like enough like spacious like we can get our kids outside it's not mm-hmm. like New York City for instance where we all live in apartments and we can barely get fresh air um so there's that and 
like Pasan can work well from home. So there's that. But also I'm I'm really loving so like I acknowledge those things, but I'm loving not having to be in the car as much. Like mm-hmm. I like kind of having more freedom to do whatever throughout the day without having like a set of preconceived expectations that I think people have of me. And then I'm like, well, okay, so that was all um what's the word? Like I put that on myself anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I thought like, oh, I had to get to the gym. But I'm like, actually, we're fine. And I'm still exercising here. Oh, totally. Everything's fine. We talked about that in our group chat earlier. Like, exercising every day is making a huge difference for me. Yeah. So that – and I also think I overestimated how much social time, especially Maya, would need. Um, Milan, not so much. He needs social time, but like I kind of felt sad for like Maya and she has like one specific friend that they're very close to, but she's just so attached to me, like to a fault. Yeah. (laughs) That I'm like, okay, so she's fine. She's, she's fine with this. Yeah. Well, and I've loved seeing like my girls have always played well together, but they've gotten super, super close and it Mm kind of makes me sad and happy that they're just like touching each other all the time right now where it's so sweet because they're always cuddling and then I'm also like but is it because they are like lacking other hugs and stuff not for me but like they're just very affectionate and I know their teachers are and I know like Allison is and my mom I'm like are they like trying to fill a void in their own lives by just touching each other all the time I don't know (laughs) no I don't think so I I think think they're they're really close yeah well, yeah. we completely rearranged my upstairs this weekend, and I'm really excited about it. And, like, when we did that, I was like, okay, we're settled in, and, like, we're ready for this, and I feel great. You know, in a that's great. In a much different way, I feel like we've been living a lot of chaos for the last couple of years, like, adding kids and rearranging work schedules and changing work and whatever. Um, and this is the first time I think we've just been still for a while and it's really starting to feel very good and I'm sure not every day will feel that way but I felt like I had like a really really hard day last Wednesday um it was our third day of rain and I will also say like I know my Amy in Colorado they've had like blizzards and been impossible to go outside which changes the the weather dynamic a lot we've had beautiful weather outside of three days last week um And by that third day, I was not in a good place and it was not a good day. But since then, like every day has been like, okay, like we're, we're doing this and we're taking some of the pressure off and we're just going to have fun and let's see how we can make messes today and like just really enjoy it. I'm finding it it easier to be flexible and be able to turn moods around. Yes. Like I felt like it was like harder, like to turn around a bad day like as far as like moods yeah before this and now it's like all right well you kind of lost it but we still have a lot of hours so let's just kind of take a little bit of time and we'll kind of bring this back around like it isn't like a lost cause well and as a mom i think i've realized too what i've relied on a lot is crutches and they're not necessarily bad but okay if we're having Mm -hmm. a bad day let's get in the car and go somewhere let's find a distraction and again that's not a bad thing but it was just that was the tool i always looked for. And I'm like, yep. man, the, when I'm thinking thinking about the pace that we had before all this, and even three weeks ago, it feels like three years ago of totally, get, out, yeah. get, out, get dressed, get out the door, get everything ready. To Even on days we didn't have school because I, we needed to get to the Y by nine or whatever. Exactly. It's still, you're always going. Yeah. And I'm, that's where I worry, like, will it feel hard or not right or wrong. Like I saw a tweet today that was really interesting um, from one of our local news anchors that said, can you imagine shaking someone's hand again? She said, I can, yes. I cannot. 
and she said that she's always felt it to be unnecessary and unsanitary to shake someone's hand. And she was like, but now more than ever, like, can you imagine like untraining yourself this way of like right. not to touch stuff <laughs> or like not right. to just like right. reach out right. and like high five strangers or whatever. Right. There's just a lot of – um I wrote a lot about this a little bit on the site about like how I hope to be different after this ends, but like just as far as like necessity goes, um, we talked, I think we did talk about this a little bit last week too, Caroline, about like thinking, you know, do we really need this or can we just wait and hold off? Like, do we really need to spend the energy, the gas, like, you know, the, um, carbon dioxide levels are going down in the environment. It's not long-term, obviously like this isn't long-term sustainable, but it's almost like a breath of fresh air for the earth. It makes me want to say like, oh, well, what? where else can I ride my bike? <laughs> like, it's hard with kids. But you know what I mean? Like, where else can I not make a trip to in the car? Well, I um, also follow, if you guys are sports fans, um, a sports columnist named Clay Travis on Twitter. He's also an attorney and um, like very politically involved. Like, he worked for Al Gore's campaign for, you know, that time. But he has been like making sure to – tweet out like different data points about coronavirus where the media is not covering certain trends and whatever. But one mm-hmm. thing that he shared yesterday that I thought was really interesting is that the worldwide – I might be wrong. It might be the country, but I'll just say the current death rate is actually down 7,000 to 10,000 um, deaths a day because of quarantine because you oh, wow. think about like – People aren't getting in car accidents as often because we're not driving as much. There are fewer workplace right. incidents because things are closed. Like just in general, we may end up seeing a downward trend in annual deaths because of coronavirus because that's what happens when you don't do anything or go anywhere. Um, right. The number right. of accidents is down, which I just thought was really interesting. But That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. But to your point, Hannah, like I'm now – making a longer grocery list and planning to go to the grocery on Thursday where ordinarily I'd be like, we need yogurt. Okay. I'll just go and then grab a few other like nice to have things. And I'm like, I'm not going to really make extra trips. Right. And then it's like, okay, well I've spent more money now because obviously I'm here. I'm going to check out the deals and all that. And then I've, you know, you've gotten your kids out and about. I really, really before this a hundred percent had to get out of the house at least once every day. Like we could never just be home. Yeah. Um, and I think Milan and I have both learned that we can, like, I mean, I would be fine to be home, but, like, I just felt like he needed to be out and about and, like, just have something to entertain him. But, I mean, kids, um, I know that there's been a lot of talk, not regarding this, but, like, before this about, like, kids needing to learn to be bored. Like, you know, we were able to be bored more, I feel like, when we were little. Um, whereas now we're constantly trying to schedule our kids' time and make sure they've got all these activities. But it's like they like boredom is where like they learn to create and where they they just like I don't know learn to imagine and all of these things so I think we're like the kids can finally do that yeah Milan we explained it a couple times and he understands and is now like okay well we can't do that now but we'll be able to do it later and blah blah, blah. like we have a lot of conversations about it that are very frank and then Maya wants to get out more, wants to go on walks. And like she and I went on a walk yesterday, just us and the dog. And it was just so pleasant, like getting some one-on-one time while we're out and about. Cause I don't like doing like kid games and stuff. So I don't like to really like sit down and 
play like with, with toys. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I was really trying to work my way around you, that. You one, were doing a really good job tiptoeing. You said it. Yeah. So I'm just going to agree with you. you <laughs> I like to interact with them on a lower level than you do for sure. <laughs> so, um, it was nice. It was nice because like getting out and going on a walk is something I love to do. And she's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it speaks to when you have older kids, it's a little easier. Like if she was younger, like I'll tell you, Jane Ellis is by far my hardest right now. Um, at, at well, home. That's a blatant lie. Just look at her. She's adorable. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, she's an angel, mm. obviously, but she isn't really getting engaged in activities, obviously. Right, right, um, right. There's just so little you can do. Yeah, and she like, just like wrecks the big girls things. And so then I'm right, like trying right. to coach them, but they're obviously, you know, there's just where they're just, she's just on top of them a lot, but she's right. also too little to <laughs> Guys, like, please include me. Yeah. But she's also like too little to like explain it to her. Yeah, um, yeah. so if she's bored, she's never bored. She doesn't think about it that way, but when she's looking for right. something to do, it's usually destructive or dangerous. And you know, like she's the one that I just can't take my eyes off and why I feel like right. I'm, I'm constantly engaged with my kids all day long. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's a harder age. It's harder when they're younger, when they're older and you can explain things. Um, I definitely think my kids are learning to become more independent. Like today, it was, like I got outside and pulled weeds in my yard and just kind of like let them be. Um, I mean that, but that's also like my parenting style. But you know what though? Like, Don't cry, please, to me. I mean, talk to each other. Yeah, I've been <laughs> borrowing some of that with the older girls because I'm like, I can't be policing this all day long. Right, and I right. Did get involved I, I, today. I, I'm like, I can't, I can't litigate all these things. Yeah, Nora Beth was like blatantly unkind to Anna Blair, and I did right, like right. get involved that's in that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I but have any squabbles. Yeah, I'm like, whatever, work it out. But I have been leave, leaving them alone. I'll walk compost over to your house. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. Jane Ellis. Jane Ellis, I'll put her to leaving bed. Leaving them unattended in the house. Yes, okay, that's, that's what right. That's what is exactly right. If anyone I usually, wants to <laughs> I usually leave call the authorities. matches around them, knives out. We'll just see what happens. <laughs> um, but I'll walk compost over to your house. If they're like playing and Jane Ellis is in bed and come back yeah, and, and half the time I've – To be fair, you always warn me to stay inside. So yeah, I'm just – We don't infect each other. So Thanks. everyone's playing by the rules here. CDC, please send me a check. Um, <laughs> half the time Surplus now of funds. don't even realize that I've been gone. Like they're pretty engrossed in whatever they're doing and it feels like when right. I step out, they are looking for me less and I appreciate that. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. Yeah. Major question that we need to know. How are you filling your entertainment time without Tiger King? I've got to finish like tonight or something. I have a couple of books because um, they were new releases. And so I have them on book copy. They weren't available at the library as an ebook yet. And I was just trying to like read today and I'm like, oh, oh, it's so heavy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't adjust the font or the lighting in any way. <laughs> zero idea how much percentage i have left of the book speaking of savages (laughs) like be a little bit civilized everyone it's all i'm asking well we started watching the morning show i know it's not new um but we really like it we're four episodes in i've only heard good things very different than the tiger king but um and i were talking about it last night the cast is stellar um I, again, I feel like it's old news. Everyone has heard of it, but um, the cast is really, really stellar, and um, it's loosely based on the Today Show and Matt Lauer. Um, oh, I didn't know like, that. Well, the cast says that it's not, but the book that it's based off of is 
uh, is directly a telling of of the Today Show, and they borrow plot points oh, from the story. Hilarious. So I don't know. They're like, they no, like, why? Kind of, whatever. <laughs> but there's some very good. I feel like so far, I think we're four episodes in exploration of Me Too, the Me Too movement, and what men feel about it if they have been accused or crossed a line that they really didn't know was a line. Um, it's just it's a great it's a very good show and um jennifer aniston and reese witherspoon are fantastic in it and i really appreciate steve carell and his role so it's great he is matt lauer character oh yikes (laughs) somehow he comes across likable in a steve carell way but just like matt lauer where you like nobody wants well yeah matt lauer is not harvey weinstein yeah and and they you know mention that by name um like well since weinstein did this you know it's very top right right that's that's um I'm excited to get into that. Pasan and I both want to watch that. It's like the the one of the less than five shows ever that we both want to watch or are enjoying oh, watching you, together. You bet, yeah, you better take him up on that. <sighs> oh, sorry guys. Um we were kind of out. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, we're sharing a lot of content. I am like way more involved on social media than I have been in years because I'm like, oh, look, I can't keep up with people. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I've been doing a daily recap on my Insta stories of everything that we've done. Well, not everything. Mm-hmm. Highlights of what we've done. Um, it is everything. Well, I mean, I do want to be clear that I'm not doing it for anybody, <laughs> for anybody other than to make everyone feel bad about my life. She's doing it for the clout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Really, I'm not doing it for anyone except everyone. Um, but I do, I do really feel like, seriously, in like 30 years, we will be learning about this in a textbook like, they're just starting to learn about 9-11 you know like it right feel kind of outside of the scope and I feel like it's us trying to figure out like what people did during the depression like it's that kind of level of atypical life so I'm like I want to be able to know thanks to Instagram story archives which I hope is still around um like what did we do because I don't want to lose like how fun some of these days were so I don't really post like the negative. I try to like acknowledge it in like a text box if I need to but I'm like I don't want the hardship to be the only thing I remember when I go back and look. Like I want to remember how sweet these moments are too. Totally. Um, I am still documenting my plants and nature. <laughs> so similar, similar mindset here. Um, and also my newsletter is live and I've had a lot of fun doing that actually. Um, it's now taken me 43 minutes to bring it up. <laughs> oh, sure. I meant to at the beginning. I'm sorry I didn't hype girl you enough. I'm so sorry. New- a newsletter came out Monday. This comes out on Wednesday. I don't even know what days are really anymore. So I'm very confused. But I'm having a lot of fun like looking around at stuff that is not like um, coronavirus related. <laughs> and it's not even just like but wait, here's something cool that's like other people are doing. Cause like we know that people do good things and it's important to focus on that. And a lot of people are focusing on that, but just, um, other good news, like, um, some fun videos, some fun things about conservation efforts and, um, stuff that I shan't spoil here. So <laughs> <laughs> click now, you won't but I will link in the show notes. <laughs> um, exactly. So, um, yeah, if you are interested in that kind of content, please subscribe and check out our website. Well, and we I do apologize because we did say we were not going to record episodes about quarantine, but literally that's the only news that's come out. There's been nothing else besides Tiger King. So, hey, world, give us something else to talk about for next week. Thanks. Breaking news that just came in. I'm so glad we're still on mic because everything happens off mic. Here's a big one. 
Allison just sent me via Facebook Messenger. I haven't even opened it yet. The headline is, Attention Dolly Parton fans, the icon will read children's stories from her bed to yours. So. Oh, that's amazing. She does such good for kids. She has a new YouTube series out called Good Night with Dolly. Um, And every Thursday for the next 10 weeks, she will read a different children's book. So I absolutely will be tuning in for that and we'll report back uh, on Thursday after we watch this week's because um, when I was really going through a strong Dolly Parton phase when Dolly Parton's America was out, um, also excellent podcast if you need something to listen to and you are out of entertainment, listen to that podcast. Um, we were li- if you're all caught up on us. Oh, yeah, obviously. And then <laughs> just and, have, just and have listened to us twice. Um, but I <laughs> downloaded like, I don't know, six Dolly Parton songs and listened to them heavily in the car. Um, Norbeth mm-hmm. prefers Jolene. Anna Blair prefers nine to five. Um, and we were at McDonald's a few weeks ago before stay at home and a random like country singer was singing a song and she looked at me and she was like, is this Dolly Parton? And I'm like, probably. So I really have to feed this. <laughs> is there even any others? <laughs> yes, I'm positive. Um, so anyway, I will report back. Sorry. I just really needed to break your conversation because that's the news I've been waiting for. That is good news. Okay, well, we hope that we have um, entertained you through yet another week of social distancing. We can do this. Last Thursday, so six days ago, before Dolly Parton started doing um, goodnight stories, we can never schedule these on Thursdays again, but we had a Zoom call (laughs) where we were joined by 14 listeners um, from all over the country. Um, I will say I should have foreseen from watching my five-year-old's preschool class do Zoom that it can be very chaotic when there are lots of people on. Um, however, that said, I loved it. I love how chaotic it was. Um, I, yes, because it felt like we were like in at like a party, like just meeting and hanging out. But I think then I get social anxiety. (laughs) I feel like I'm hosting something that everyone's not being talked to and everyone's not getting a chance to say hi. So I was feeling the anxiety of that, but then, um, we settled in and I I live for that. I live for that. It absolutely filled my cup of like missing out on just like casual conversations and getting to know people. I had a whole lot of fun and, um, I hope everyone else did too. It was Um, one, I will say it was wonderful, but if you jumped on early and felt like there was too much chaos, I felt you on that. Um, but everyone who joined at all, everyone who stayed on, I just, I really, really enjoyed the night and i think we're going to try to do another one in a couple weeks next week something like that yeah maybe next week um this week's a little busy i think is it is it where are you i have going? to i have to call my grandpa caroline so please I, I manage facetime calls with my grandmother at least three times a week so get out of here okay my grandpa doesn't even have a phone i can call him on i have to work it out with my cousin he has a flip phone <laughs> it's not my problem so it's not my problem and it's probably past his bedtime your role. anyway Yeah, that's true. It is. But, you know, as far as my energy goes, it's limited. (laughs) I'm a I'm a parent full time now, Caroline. It's not pleasant. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, thank you, Chris, for um, bearing along on this ride. (laughs) And for all of you, um, keep in touch and help each other out. And visit goodideagirls.com to bake some banana bread alongside Chris. Yes. Yes. Perfect. See you next week.